Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. You're listening to the Garden City Community Chat Show with your hosts Carrie, Tom, and Mike. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, hello, Garden City and all our neighbors. Uh, This is episode number 640 of the Garden City Community Chat Show. It's Thursday, October 26, 2023, 2013. Holy moly. I don't think so, Mike. No. (laughs) Deja vu all over again. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we're so happy you could be with us tonight. We uh, hope you're all safe and doing well. I am your host, Carrie. Also joining me tonight are my co-hosts. Garden City's very own meteorologist, Doppler Tom. How you doing, Tom? Doing well, doing well. Good, good. Been a little busy, been a little busy? Always. <laughs> also, uh, former Garden City Councilman, Mr. Mike Jones, how are you? I'm excellent, Carrie, but I'm getting better. Thank you. 
Good, good. Now, Mike's going to uh, be here a little later in the show as well, and uh, he'll be doing the community announcements and events for you, and we'll close out the show then. But first up, Dr. Tom's going to be here with the most current and accurate forecast for you. So stay, stay tuned for that. Uh, so tonight is our last show for a few weeks, unfortunately. Uh, next Thursday, I'll be having my knee replacement. So depending on uh, how rehab goes, we will be hopefully back soon. Uh, I'll keep you uh, updated on uh, Facebook, but tonight we have a fun one for you. It's a reunion of the D&D &D Sports Chat guys, Derek Parton, Dan Bartley, and Steve Iwinski. So many of our Detroit teams are doing well, so we thought it would be kind of fun to get them in here tonight and uh, discuss some Detroit sports and much more. So we hope you'll stick around for that. Uh, they'll be here right after the weather. Now, before we get to Tom, let me just mention real quick, if you're watching us live on Facebook or YouTube, be sure to uh, post your questions and comments in the comment section. Now, you can find us live uh, right now on Facebook at facebook.com slash gcchat. And on YouTube, just search for Garden City Community Chat. We, uh, you can also email us at uh, gccommunitychat at gmail.com, which is uh, up on the screen right under my name and we'll hopefully get them answered for you. We also want to take a quick minute to say thank you to each and every one of you who uh, listen and support us every Thursday night, not only from our hometown of Garden City, but uh, several of our surrounding communities as well. We really appreciate everyone's support. And remember, we'll continue to promote not only our community, but yours as well. Now, uh, speaking of community, if your community organization or business has any events, announcements, or cancellations, what should they do, Mike? They should email us, Gary. That's right. Email us the details at gccommunitychat at gmail.com or go ahead and message us on Facebook as well. And, uh, Mike, you'll be more than happy to put that info out, right? Absolutely. That's right. That's what we're here for. Remember, you're always welcome to uh, come on the show and promote your business or organization anytime as well. We also encourage any local business to check out and join the Garden City Business Alliance and uh, see what great things they uh, can do for you. For more information on the Alliance, go to GardenCityBusinessAlliance.org. All right, let's get Tom in here uh, and check out the weather, see what he's got in store for Halloween for all the little goblins and all that stuff. So uh, stand by for Tom. Okay, let's do a check on weather with Doppler Tom. Let's see what he has in store for the rest of this week and the weekend coming up. Tom, take it away. All right, what you got for us, man? So we're definitely going to be seeing a little bit of a warm-up still over the next couple of days, and then the bottom's going to drop off, and then we're going to start to get colder. And as we know, we're starting to get into November almost, and uh, Unfortunately, that's when things start to change. But uh, the good news is, is that uh, any rain over the next couple of days is really going to occur after sunset. So mm -hmm. for tonight, um, good portion of the day was pretty good. We even got to the low to mid 70s today, fairly warm day out there, relatively speaking. And overall, we're starting to see rain starting to encroach on into the region. And overall, we're going to see uh, rain showers 
kind of moving through um, after kind of late evening after probably 11 p.m. and then continuing through the pre-dawn hours and then ending around sunrise tomorrow morning. And then kind of another cloudy day with some peaks of sun are going to be around for Friday. Uh, temperatures are probably going to be into the mid to upper 70s. So it's going to be another pretty warm day on tap and a dry day for the daytime hours. And then we're going to have another disturbance move in for Friday night um, when we're going to see our next round of rain move through as well. So I mean, during the daytime hours, if you're out and about, it's going to be pretty good. But uh, after sunset or so, things get a little wet at times with some rain showers moving through uh, tonight and into Friday night. And then as we get to Saturday during the day, um, that's when we're definitely going to see the change behind the system that's going to be moving through Friday night. It's definitely mm -hmm. going to be a very strong cold front. It's going to bring temperatures down um, fairly significantly from, from Friday. So on Saturday, highs won't get probably out of the 50s. So. Mm -hmm. We're going to be dealing with temperatures probably in the low 50s for high temperatures. And overall, that trend will continue to go down. We're going to be seeing temperatures um, on um, for Saturday night into Sunday, getting into the 40s and staying in the 40s. Um, we're going to be seeing our next storm system yet again moving in probably late Saturday night and into Sunday. So right now, um, Sunday looks like it's going to be a pretty good washout at this point. It's going to be kind of a rainy day. Temperatures are going to be into the 40s. So it's going to be a pretty broad day out there to uh, end the weekend. And overall, we're definitely going to be seeing those kind of rain showers coming to an end Sunday night. And then um, as we start the new work week, uh, we're going to be seeing dry, drying temperatures, but staying very chilly um, as we get into next week. So uh, starting next week on Monday, uh, we're going to be seeing high temperatures staying kind of into the low 40s for highs. And that lows are going to be into the upper 20s. So we're going, to see, we're going to definitely see the chill behind this system over kind of the next couple of days. And overall, it's going to continue into Halloween as well into Tuesday. Right now, we're going to be seeing temperatures on Tuesday into the low 40s during the daytime high. We're probably going to see quite a bit of sunshine and some clouds uh, mixed as well. We're going to see a little bit more sunshine as we get into next week. And overall, kind of getting into Tuesday evening um, for Halloween and trick-or-treating, we're definitely going to be seeing temperatures getting into probably the 30s. So during the evening time frame for trick-or-treating, we're probably going to see temperatures into the mid to upper 30s. So oh, wow. It will be dry, but you're probably just going to have to layer up your costumes and uh, stay a little bit uh, warm out there, maybe with a little bonfire, and uh, we'll stay pretty warm out there. But it will stay dry, but just a little chilly. Um, for Halloween and trick-or-treating on Tuesday evening. And then during the overnight hours on Tuesday, yet again, temperatures will bottom out Wednesday morning into the upper 20s. So overall, we're going to see that trend continuing into Wednesday as well, with high temperatures staying into kind of the low 40s. And um, for high temperatures in the low 40s and the overnight lows into the upper 20s. That trend will continue again through probably midweek, so through Wednesday. And then after that, Thursday into Friday, we're probably going to see temperatures ever so slowly get into the mid to upper 40s, but lows will probably be in the 30s. So um, after kind of tomorrow, that's when things begin to crash temperature-wise and kind of consistently stay on the chilly side into all of next week. But the good news is after kind of these rounds of rain move through over the next couple of days, next week looks pretty dry, but just much more chillier behind it. So we'll keep uh, an eye on that. Uh, no hints have any white flakes if you will coming into the future. <laughs> that yeah. four letter word yeah but uh definitely gonna be cold enough for it so we'll keep an eye on that as we go forward but uh nothing too worrisome just yet but uh overall that's the general <clears throat> weather picture of things other than that 
um, across the U.S. quickly. There's definitely a pretty big winter storm moving across the country. I mean, it's across the northern plains and into wow. uh, kind of the Colorado Rockies right now. And uh, overall, mm. will, again, move into our neck of the woods, but as a rainstorm. But that cold air will be coming with it. Um, obviously, we're going to be uh, really chilling things down across the country. Um, so other than that, that's kind of the weather picture across the U.S. But if you want to keep tuned to all my local weather information, just go to my website, DopplerTomsWeather.com, and it will keep me updated as uh, fall really rolls in over the weekend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Pretty big hurricane in uh, Mexico, Alcapoco. Unusual, right? Uh, that hurricane was very unusual. Yes, it rapidly intensified. It was making landfall, taking yeah. advantage of those warm sea surface temperatures and went from a category one to a category five in less than 12 hours. And wow. overall, it caused uh, quite a bit of damage into that very populated area for sure, yes. Yeah, Florida has been spared so far, eh? Knock on wood. Yeah. And that's why I'm not really talking too much about the hurricane season because there really right. hasn't been much for us. So right. not too shabby. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, Tom. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Mike. I have tickets for Saturday night football a week from Saturday. How cold is it going to be? <laughs> We're probably going to be dealing with temperatures into the 40s, 30s and 40s. So it's definitely still going to be fairly chilly during the game. Yeah. Dress warm. Yeah, I guess so. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it'll be dry. And what about the... Right now, it does look dry. It's just going to be fairly chilly. And what was the outlook for the trick-or-treaters? For the trick-or-treating, expecting dry, yeah, dry conditions, but uh, temperatures into the mid to upper 30s. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, okay. just, just a dry evening, but just a chilly night out there. So you layer up. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. I'll keep you posted. Sounds good. Look, good luck with everything. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Take care. All right. We are ready to, let's see who we have in there. We got a few people in there. We got like five there. I can't see. We have uh, Patty Fix is in there. How you doing, Patty? We have uh, Clofus Jones is in there. Hi, Mr. Jones. Good to see you. Mrs. Chad is in there. Uh, a couple more that I cannot see who they are. So uh, they're filling in, filling in. All right, let's introduce our guests for tonight. We're pleased to have with us. The boys from D&D Sports Chat, Mr. Derek Parton. We'll bring him in. How you doing, Derek? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Good. We have Mr. Dan Bartley. How you doing, Dan? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. And we have Mr. Steve Iwinski, the I. How you doing? <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> Unmute the mic. What do you think, guys? All do you right, know how yeah. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> Beautiful. How are you guys? We're doing good. How about you? Good. Good, good, good. Well, thank you all for being here tonight. Uh, how's it feel to be back in the saddle again? Derek? Feels really good. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I've actually been plugging away at Derek actually to do some hockey stuff. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. Hey, we BS all the time, so we're just doing it live on air now. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Live, you're live on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, let's get into it. How, let's talk about the Tigers, their season. Uh, let's get into that. Let's see. Um, Carpenter, Green, and uh, Kirk, are they a future? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you look at what this team accomplished this year. I, I think that going back to the beginning of the season and comparing to the end of the season, I think 78 wins uh, to 84 losses is, is a success when you deal with all the injuries. Uh, Javier Baez obviously didn't uh, produce the way you want him to, paying him a boatload of money. Um, he's either going to take a buyout, which I don't think he's going to do, or he's just we're just going to end up having to, you know, be stick with. We're going to be stuck with him for a while. But I think with my prediction at the beginning of the season being like 65 or 66 wins, something like that, they exceeded my expectations. I think it's yeah. going to be an exciting young team for the future. Um, you got a lot of reasons to be excited for this team, I think, especially with the the young pitching core and uh, like you just said, Carpenter, Green, Torkelson. They really did show a lot of big strides this year, especially the second half for. Uh, for Torkelson. I really didn't expect to see that uh, post all-star break. So that was really good to see. We probably got to shore up our pitching though. Don't you think a little bit? I think so. Go ahead, Danny. Danny. Yeah. that That's what I was going to reiterate is actually the pitching bes- besides Tarek Scooble. You, you don't really have a guy and Erod's going to opt out. So you, you, you can pretty much say that he's done. Mm. Uh, Casey Mize, you don't know what you're going to get coming out of Tommy John. He might be throwing 80 miles an hour. You don't right. know what you're going to get. Yeah. Besides that, I mean, Matt Manning can't stay healthy. Manning. Yeah, so, if Manning I mean, stays healthy, that, that's yeah, the big he issue. He's not a bad pitcher. He he has had some freak injuries, Danny. Yeah. You you can't deny it's not because he's injury prone. I think it's bad luck or something. It I is. don't know. Someone cursed him. Yeah, but yeah he the guy, when, he, when he's on, when he, he's on. Mm-hmm. But like you guys were saying, the big three, of course, Torkelson, the second half. What happened? It was like a light clicked on. I, maybe with Kerry Carpenter up there raking with him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Kerry, you know, was a great ad. You know, he came out of nowhere and flourished. You know, I think t- with Torkelson and him and, of course, Green, he's best friends with Green. They, they all had that chemistry, and it seemed like they were just meshing together. And you're like, this is this is fun baseball. So it's like if they can start right off the bat like that and not start off cold like they did the first half of the season and, you know, have a full season like that, yeah. I mean, they could be – messing around with something maybe yeah. but like you said pitching is the question mark yeah that's it right and also you got a weak division you got to look at the AL central we I saw know. how weak it was this year the, the the twins almost made a run i mean they made it very surprising there in the postseason but um for next year's division i think it's it's wide open i think it's going to be a two two horse race if the if the tigers can actually pick up some guys maybe in the in the offseason via free agency or trades but i'm more interested to see what Tarek scoobal could do coming off you know his season ending uh you know injuries and his uh his surgeries and things like that. Hopefully mm-hmm. he can return to that ace form that we're we're, we're hoping to see from him because Casey Mize sure isn't going to be it. At least I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I think Steve, you're right. Uh, the pitching is a big question mark for next yeah. year. Yeah, of course you have your ace Scruble, right? Mize yeah. hasn't showed you showed you anything yet. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the number one overall pick. You're still kind of waiting. This is it for him this year. Right. So hopefully he steps up. Manning hopefully is healthy. I can't even tell you after that because we lost, we traded away. Erod's gone. Lorenzen's not on the team anymore. And it's yeah. just these guys that they rotate in in the minor leagues, which plug and play has been all right. But obviously free agency uh, with starting pitching, I'm not sure what it's looking like, but we might have to pick up someone. I think okay. a dark horse a dark horse name that you want to look at too from the pitching rotation is Reese Olsen. I kind of yeah. like the uh, – yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He reminds me of Bonderman. Yeah. How Bonderman was. He, yeah. he, you know, he has a wicked slider, uh, you know, mixed with his fastball. If he can control it, good young he's pitcher. Not, yeah. He's a good young pitcher too. Yeah, he gave us like six, seven strong innings there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like the kid. Yeah. Danny, who won't be back? <laughs> That's a tough decision. I think that there's obviously with the 
Cabrera being gone, that frees up a lot of salary. So there's a definitely a void that you can fill with veteran leadership, I guess you could say, with Cabrera being gone. And he's essentially still with the organization, obviously, as everybody knows, being like a special advisor assistant. So you're still gonna have still gonna have Cabrera's contract off the books, which is fantastic in my opinion. Fantastic player over the years, but the past four years it's been painful because he's been hurt. So it's it's tough to watch. So if you're gonna go out and get anybody, I haven't take a deep dive into the free agent pool until after the World Series is over. Because there's always guys that get signed in a couple months or get moved in some way, shape, or form. But the Tigers just gotta just in order to stay competitive, you gotta make a few little tweaks here and there. But with the division, I think as Derek or Steve had said, it's so weak that honestly, if the Tigers were just a little bit better, you honestly yeah. probably could have won the division this year. And you guys were talking torque. And I did do some deep diving on torque and watch some film and stuff like that because I'm big into that deep diving into players. Yeah. Uh, torque really improved when he stopped swinging at pitches in the dirt and in the yeah. sky. Yeah. If, he, if he lays off things in the dirt, lays off some poor off-speed yeah, pitches. more patient. Mm-hmm. More patient. And honestly, deep. I can see Torque hitting 30, 35 home runs, driving in 100 next year and being your MVP. And, 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 and that's exactly the problem with Javier Baez. Patience. Yeah. The guy yeah. swings at every left, right. You're a major league baseball player. Wow. And where's, where's the plate discipline? Where's the plate discipline? Right. Exactly. Right. It's very Torch, frustrating. Torch, like Torch, he wants to go home. Torque's defense at first base, I thought, was very good. Oh, yeah. A lot of them out of the dirt. I think he's above average, you know, yeah. with fielding-wise. And Javier, so, at, least, at least for his bat, he, he's good defensively as well. But go ahead, uh, So, Chad. Derek, do you see anybody coming up early from the minors? Uh, I don't know about the minors, but I would probably be de- definitely keeping your targets uh, locked on Parker Meadows for next season. I think when you get him in a hopefully a full like full role with this team, he has the, the the perks of a major leaguer. I mean, he it might sound like a backhanded compliment to him, but it's it's not intended that way. I think you have to acknowledge that there's only one 37 game sample to analyze. It was a very strong 37 games out of him, and uh, there's a lot of prospect hype around uh, surrounding him, and that he has more tools than his actual production. But I think if you give it a full season under his belt, I look forward to him making big gains in 2024. I think he will make this roster opening day and I think he'll have an impact. Uh, unlike his brother though. I mean, obviously yeah. hopefully he's in a mental space that he, he can actually play uh, yeah. full time. And I, I, I think that he's going to show some consistency. So I'm excited to see what he can do next year. Patty fix says uh, Tyler Holden was good. He was. Yeah. 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 Another small sample size, but yeah, a lot of good gains on him. Right. I wanted yeah, to chime in Michael, Michael Bangle, I believe you say his last yeah, name. Yeah, good buddy Michael yeah. Bangle in there. They're talking about the, the, the tall. So my, I don't have anything like negative or anything to say about Sawyer Long, I believe his name is. Um, the thing with Sawyer that I've seen is, yes, he does have great stuff, but I didn't see enough of him to say that he's going to make the opening day roster next year. If Mize can pitch – and everybody's healthy. I don't know if he makes it as a starter, but you can definitely see him going down to the bullpen. I think the Tigers' bullpen wasn't like a strong aspect this year. I don't think it was terrible, mm-hmm. but obviously you lost Soto, and whether you like him or not, I mean, he was your closer last season after before that. And the Tigers really had that closer role. Was it really locked down last year? I mean, it's, it's up closer by yeah. Yeah. And the Sawyer yeah. Gibson long, I mean, those are four A players. Let's be honest. Come on. 
yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, they're not they're not going to win you championships and they're not going to get you to the playoffs. They're, they're just plug and fill guys until you get decent starting uh, major league pitch, pitching. But the, the piggyback <laughs> off, yeah, the Parker Meadows kid, you saw the nice polish and you saw the flash, you know, flashes of, uh, you know, superstar, what what caliber you can be. Then you saw that it started to tarnish a little bit as the season wore on. So hopefully, he, like you said, Derek, uh, you know, Danny, we're excited about him, but he has to come out. You know, hopefully have a clear mindset and keep on, you know, more consistent pace because mm -hmm. he wasn't consistent and he, he had those big gains. But overall, you know, he was average. Well, Michael Bingo thinks he's going to be the next Cy Young winner. He's a real horse. He reminds him of Randy, the unit Johnson, which which kid? Uh, the tall Sawyer guy. Gibson Long. What are we talking about? Really? Yeah, long. Long. Bull yeah, prediction. Long. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it, but maybe. Hey, you never know. You never know. Well, Michael's, here to dis Michael's always here to disagree with you guys anyway. Hey, we love a debate. Bring it on. Bring yeah, it on. All day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he it's does okay. too, I think. <laughs> yeah, like t t throw it in the chat. <laughs> well, look, Miggy's gone now, so who's going to who's going to be the leader in the locker room? You don't it's want to know. Javier. <laughs> not going to be Javier for sure. I mean, obviously, it's it, the, the production speaks really? volumes right there, but I think the potential to be a leader, I mean, you definitely got Torque. He's yeah. in the mix. And yeah, Riley Green. I mean, I we have been in green. Yeah. yeah they I haven't been too. very vocal, maybe because just, you know, they're still young. They're still kind of, you know, maturing in, in, in over the last couple of seasons. They wanted to take much away from Miggy either. It's his year, no. you know. I and I'll be honest with you, this is a hot take and it might be something to cause an argument, but Miggy to me, the, the leadership kind of uh, fell off. You know, I mean, obviously, I think that he's been, he's been kind of collecting a paycheck the last few seasons. The production numbers haven't been there, at least probably since 2016, 2017. The leadership, yeah, he's a great camaraderie in the clubhouse. He's a great guy to, to motivate and he's yeah. fun. But as far as leadership, I, I feel like we haven't seen that out of Miggy in at least eight, seven, seven or eight years now. So we, we need that identity back. Uh, we don't have an identity right now in Detroit for the Tigers. I think that a lot of that's going to come with production. A lot of that's going to come with results. Yeah, and I think the face the face of the Tigers, I think, are is Torkelson, Green, and 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 Carpenter. Though yeah. you saw it, you saw it a little bit with Torkelson oh, late yeah, in the second definitely. half of the season. I I saw a leader, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, right I before did. our eyes. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of potential there for yeah. sure. For he's sure, hit more than two twenty. Yeah. Now to piggyback real real quick to piggyback off of what we were talking about earlier as far as free agencies are concerned we I know Danny we didn't have a list but I just found the list on uh, MLB.com as the top ten hot free agencies for this offseason. of course number one is uh, is going to be at the top of everybody's radar which is unrealistic but it's Shohei Otani I mean it's yeah. oh, it, yeah. coming to Detroit, he's, done pitching, by the way. <laughs> he's yeah. done pitching he's already lost a lot of his value uh, the Babe Ruth value I guess you could say out of him. Uh, yeah. He's going to be probably out for I think most of next year. If is that correct, or is it no, maybe is he just going to DH? He can hit. So mm -hmm. Angels, Dodgers, Giants, Mariners are going to be some of the the potential fits for him. Uh, mm -hmm. I think as of now he returns to the Angels, but no you know, way. What his agent wants to do? I, I mean, know. I don't know. I don't think he goes back. What do you think, Danny? No, I, I really think that he kind of. I wouldn't say wore out his welcome, but I think. Trout will be gone in the next couple seasons because Trout wants to try to win if he can stay healthy. So I can see mm -hmm. Trout joining like the Yankees or the Mets or something like that. Otani, yeah. honestly, I think he's going to stay in California. I think he's going to probably be a Dodger or Oof. maybe even a. Don't even leave a out the Mariners. Yeah. I don't know if they'll have enough money, but <laughs> right. he's going to be looking at 10 years, 400 million. 
Yeah, That's I don't know if they can pay him. Oh, I don't know. No, yeah, no. We'll see. Oh, man. Well, look, before, two, we move on, <laughs> before we move on to the Lions, I did want to mention the World Series. That is yeah. set. We have wow. Texas and Arizona. What are you looking at? Who are you, who are you favoring? Texas. Yeah, look at Texas as the favorite. Yeah, look really. at the obvious card, right? Yeah. But look who the yeah. look who the Diamondbacks beat, guys. Exactly. Don't roll these guys out. They, they been, everyone's been rolling them out, and they they're been, Cinderella sweethearts. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it it is like like you said, Steve. It is like a nice story for the Diamondbacks, and this yeah. is kind of like the World Series. I think that Major League Baseball dreaded the most Diamondbacks yeah. Rangers. I mean, it's yeah. not going to bring in ratings. It's not. I'm sorry. But if, if you're going to put money on it, which I know at least one person in this room will, um, <laughs> I would say the Rangers definitely will will take it, probably in five or six games, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Hey, who we like got there? A future Tiger fan. Yeah. There he is. Whole Lions? Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So <clears throat> you're saying Texas, Danny? Absolutely. Yeah. In five? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say five or six. Yeah. Texas. I'm going to go Texas in six. I think it really is going to boil down to Diamondbacks pitching versus Texas hitting. Uh, you know, we've seen uh, Corbin Carroll's been good. Uh, he's probably been the most consistent hitter, hitter for the uh, the Diamondbacks. Uh, Cattell Marte, he's never played a postseason game without getting a hit. So, I mean, that's going to be a, a, a huge uh, factor for them as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I also like Nathan Avaldi. He's been dynamic in the postseason. I think his ERA is like 240, something around there. And Jordan Montgomery's also. But you really got to look at the, uh, as far as Rangers hitting, uh, Adelis Garcia has been amazing. I, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, mm -hmm. I, what's his batting average? He's got to be batting like over 500. <laughs> it's crazy. He's really been a, a, just hitting the cover off the ball. But yeah, I like Rangers in, in six. I think it, the hitting is going to prevail over the pitching in this World Series. Okay, Steve, your prediction? Pitching, yeah, pitching, 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 because that can change the tide of the series. Uh, so it it really is in the Texas's favor, obviously. They, they're offensively the better team, but yep. the, like the Diamondbacks have some type of weird energy about them going on with their pitching, and they're just feeding off the hate. They're, they know they're not the, the favorite, so they're just they love being that underdog. They are the and, Cinderella team. And yeah. I am not I'm not t counting them out at this point. Like Derek said, don't even bother betting. Because no, it's it's I'm gonna be you're gonna flip a coin and that's gonna be yeah. it. You know? Yeah, stay away. So go well, go Michael Bingo, so. he's he says he likes the D backs. Hey, stick with the Cinderella team, ride it yeah. all the way. Yeah, if always. you believe in them. I love to see it. I'm rooting for the Diamondbacks. There's no doubt about that. I definitely don't want to see Texas win it all. I love to see the Diamondbacks do it, but can they do it? And can they do they have the depth? We'll have to see. And Mike, what are your thoughts on the World Series? Texas. Yeah. Texas? Yeah. No. Okay. In what? Four or five? No, not four or five. That's thinking to go seven. I'll go with Derek. I'll go with six. Okay. Yeah. Safe okay. bet. Win it win it right. back in Texas. Yeah, I'm not betting on any of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Lions. They got their butt spanked. On a little blue. Week. You think they needed that? Yes. Yep, absolutely, 100%. So what do you think about Monday night under, you know, primetime, Danny? So I, I I did chat with Derek a little bit beforehand <laughs> on, uh, and just to go over everything. And I know that everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid in here, and arguably so. I I, I have no beef with drinking the Kool-Aid, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, 
after that loss, it's not that you lost. It's not at all that. It's how you lost and how yeah. pathetic you looked. It, so it's embarrassing. Not, Oh, very. It really was. And oh. and if you go in with that same kind of mentality, which you should not be doing on uh, Monday night football in front of the basically the nations watching right. you when you're on Monday night football. So you got to bring your A game. I still really think the Lions are going to lose on Monday. And it has no. nothing to do with, you know, we need to come out hot. And if the Lions don't do that, you're going to lose in the first quarter. I think it's just going to be some fluky yeah. game. Fluky still game. A lot of and end up. And they really miss Montgomery, let me tell you. They really miss they that do. guy. Yeah, they do. And yeah. I know Derek and Steve have probably – I'm the hockey guy of the group. I will be the first one in a minute. But I <laughs> I really think that – I think Garoppolo is going to play. And I know he's missed some time. So I, I don't know if he's really going to be a huge difference maker. But I, I really am counting the Shouldn't lines be. out to go no, into the, the line with this and line. That's exactly – Danny, that's exactly why they need to win. Because you're doubting them. Everyone else is doubting them. In the world, so they they need to go out Monday night, put the throttle down, and just be up by at least seven, four, you know, ten points, you know, by mm -hmm. halftime, and then keep keep the pedal down. Well, it, it's exactly. So I, I had a question for the group, and we can talk about the Lions a little bit. But what, what must the Detroit Lions do in order to secure a victory on Monday? What what is the most important thing they need to do? Get out of your own head. Forget about the last loss. Right. Right. They need to go exactly. out there and feel Mentality. like we did, embarrassed. That yep. they let their fans down. They need to go out there and really put exactly the, put the metal to the pedal, pedal to metal. If I know right. Dan Campbell, I think that he's going to have these guys prepared, ready to go for Monday night. Yeah. It, like Danny said, the nation's watching. It's a prime time game, and you're going up against. Uh, I mean, the key matchup here is I think Detroit's big plays against uh, a very vaunting Las Vegas defense. They don't do a lot offensively, but they have their defense. There's a reason why they're still three and four. They're still kind of in the playoff mix. Uh, you know, the Lions have, they've gained about 20 plus yards, 36 times and scored on nine of those plays. Uh, as far as ranking second in the NFL in both the categories, they, they're, they're going to, I think, go to the thing with the Raiders defense or even their offense, I should say, is that they play, they, they play very conservative. They only do about, I think Steve they're said this earlier. Yeah, yeah, five yeah. to ten yards slant they route. A terrible coach. They're not a deep threat. They're very conservative. The Lions' defense is going to take advantage of that. They were getting beat in the in the deep ball last week, oh, and of course Lamar Jackson. Was working but, last week. No, nothing was working, and you lost your confidence early. Within the first five six minutes of the first quarter, you had already lost your confidence. So, well, that's fine. And, but get, yeah, get and, slap in the face and get up on Monday night, right? And kick Suck some butt. Yeah. I'm not worried about the defense and the secondary as much as I am this game. I think Jared Goff is going to be coming out there and, and wanting redemption after throwing an interception last week. Didn't throw a touchdown. He fumbled twice. He was sacked five times against the Ravens. But at Ford Field, he's been great. Uh, he's you know throwing who a touchdown. I want to have a big game? Jamison Williams. Your boy, Derek. <laughs> but go ahead. Look the ball. Ball. You, throw him a 50, yeah. you got to throw him a 50 yeah. yard route. That's all. Yeah, we can hold on to the ball, right? Deep ball. Derek, there, there's no denying Jared Goff is the guy, and his stats at home are terrific. The guy, yeah, right. w w you know, he was kind of an afterthought during that trade when we traded Stafford. It was like, oh, my God, Stafford, he's, he's our he's the guy. Future. Man. Yeah. And then we he, trade for Goff, and he turned out this is the system it. it works for him. Mm -hmm. And, like, the fans embraced him, and so far, so good. So I, I th really think we're going to come out Monday night and kick some butt. I think they'll cover the spread. I think what's the spread at? Seven uh, and a half, half, I think, right now. Which they should. I mean, it, this should be a 34. This should be a 34-17, 34-17, 34-20 shellacking. I mean, really, if 
they, if they show up, if, if they don't get in their heads and they stay consistent, they roll with their game plan, which they've won you know, their other five games with, they should have no problem uh, at home against the Raiders. They really shouldn't. Uh, if they yeah, lose I, this I, game, I, going, in, going into a bye week, you lose this game, uh, they're going to have a lot of downers. It's going to be a lot, yeah. a lot of hate coming towards your team. That's a long bye week. That's a yep. long bye week. Yeah, they're they're going to come in on fire, week. guys. They're going to come yeah. in on fire because they know yeah. that. They're, they're coached well. They have good coordinators. And Campbell's obviously, you guys see the videos. He's an ultimate motivator. They're going to run through the wall and, and get this win. Go yeah, he, Campbell does not want to be embarrassed two no. times in a row. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the quarterback matchup, like Steve, like I think Steve or Danny had mentioned about Garoppolo. Yeah, he's in concussion protocol, but, you know, who would you rather face? You got Garoppolo or you got Brian Hoyer? I mean, they're both pretty they much garbage. Up. They both, they both suck. suck. So, I mean, Devontae's not, not happy. Josh Jacobs is good, but the, the line is terrible. You know who yeah. I'm worried about, though, is their defense, Max Crosby. Yeah, That guy is a freaking bull, and he gets sacks, and yeah. he's like, I don't know. He's a monster out there. And yeah. uh, hopefully our uh, we have one of the best O-lines, so I'm not sweating it too much, but I'm sweating a little bit because, I don't, you know, that guy's scary, and we need golf healthy. Well, so, he's got over, uh, he's got he's almost seven protected. sacks on the year. It easily leads the team with seven sacks yep. amongst the top five uh, defensive ends in the league. But Chicago, the Bears, last week limited him only one sack. So I mean, he can be stopped, and I would definitely compare the the, the Lions a lot better to the Bears. So I mean, let's hope that they could contain this guy and we can you know yeah pull him right. Over. You would think. Well, yeah, I sure hope that our secondary does a lot better too. Wow. That yeah. was pathetic. We were like four or five steps ahead of our men. I mean, it was it was crazy. Oh, it was insane. Well, uh, I think they didn't have Jacobs that game, right? No, no Jacobs was there. He yeah. didn't end up playing. I know it's and, one cornerback. It, it shouldn't matter, but um, not making We still excuses. got a lot of injuries. We still got yeah, a lot of We're still dealing guys. with a little bit of injuries. That's why this bye coming up is so nice. And if you get that win Boy. into the bye, rest yeah, up, need, come back, six and two. Back. Yep. Well, I think uh, uh, David Montgomery, I think they said that he could be back after the bye week. I know ribs are not yeah, a, a delicate, week, they're a very delicate thing to deal with as far as a running game is concerned. But, you know, well, Christian McCaffrey, he was dealing with an oblique injury. And look, at he didn't miss any time. So I don't we'll know see why how they didn't, didn't have him in that flat jacket to begin with. I mean, that guy right. is a tank, you know? Right. He really is for the right size. The middle. Yeah, he is. Getting, Mike, yeah. what do you think? I think the Lions going to bounce back. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going to go 31 17 Lions. Yeah. I, I'd close. say take the spread. Yeah. But Danny's uh, going to take the points. Take the points for <laughs> sure. I, I definitely would probably, if I was betting on this, which I am definitely not betting on this because no. I feel like this is like one of those games that's like called a trap, trap game. Trap and it, We're so it, used to thinking this way. This is the problem. And this, this is, is the mentality they need to break through. Yes. They need to break through this mentality because SOL still lives in fans. It, it does. Because it, you have no winning And I don't pedigree. blame you. Yeah. Yeah. After last true. week, they did lose a lot of trust in fans. I will say that. But they, sh a lot of fans have also said the same, the SOL but, kind but, of fans have said, "Let's take our licks. Let's move on." It was one bad game. Even the good teams are allowed one bad game. But, but Derek, that was an embarrassment. But yeah. Derek, when when you went through the schedule and you're yeah. marking win loss, win loss, that Ravens at Ravens, I marked a loss. I mean, yeah, that's I a tough game. Ravens are a good team. But how you lose? How you lose? To lose like that? I get that. But yeah. it's a loss. Think like a fish, move on. Let's go into the, the, the Monday night and whoop some butt. Right. Yeah. They got to earn their respect back. That's for yeah. sure. Exactly. Oh, they, they will. will. Yeah. And it, the crowd will be nuts. 
It, no, it's, gonna be it's gonna be hard for the Raiders to even get play calls in, guys. You gotta remember, okay. we're at Silverdome ninety-seven. Dude, we're at Monday night. You know, at home, it's uh-huh. gonna be rocking. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be loud. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, it'll be loud in my house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Mine too. <laughs> what do you think? Hutch is gonna bounce back. He'll have a good game too. He should. Oh, I, I think, think so. He'll yeah. at least he, get he, a one sack. I think. Yeah, he's a few tackles. Yeah, he couldn't do anything it, it, last week. The problem with Hutchinson, he hasn't earned the respect. And I don't, you know, you guys can talk on, on your piece too, but I think he's not getting the respect of the league yet. Yeah. He's not getting those holding calls. If you if you look he at isn't. some of these plays, he's getting held a lot of times, and he's not getting the calls because he's, a, you know, he's still young. He hasn't earned his stripes yet. I get it. But yeah. the guy is a beast. He's yep. double teamed half the time. And I think yep. he gets through for at least a sack or two. And let me he's, tell you, he gives a 100%. Holder. 100% all the time out there. Oh, yep. he's a workhorse. He's a workhorse he for sure. He's got and he tried making some noise last week. I mean, he I think, didn't he have that forced fumble last week, but we just couldn't capitalize on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think yeah, he did. And look at all the games. Hutchinson, you know, the games we win has had a big play. The, you know, interception, a fumble. You know, you know, obviously we didn't we didn't beat the Ravens. But, he, yeah. but in, in a lot of these games, he's coming out and making these – difference maker plays and 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 i i really doubted the guy I honestly when when we drafted him i'm like okay he came from michigan michigan uh, boy you know, they, they, they don't have you know the you know i'm of course i'm a michigan fan but the, the schedule's soft in a lot of spots and you're like okay his numbers are really high and i don't know how it's going to compute in the nfl but he has a high drive i think being a hometown kid there's some energy with that because mm-hmm. look at the cat you know we're going to talk about that but I think there's a hometown energy, you know, and, and Hutchinson has proved me wrong, and I love it. You're the, you're the guy's like a J.J. Watt. Yeah, they, yeah. He really yeah. is. He's going yeah, to be. Right. Yeah, he, uh, I'll tell you, he's got the fans fired up. That's for sure. They love he him. Does. And I got my Hutchinson jersey. <laughs> I ended, up, I, I ended yeah. up getting one. I mean, he's a hometown guy. The guy's yeah. the heart of the defense. Michigan. Well, and, and Alonzo. You know, maybe he's more of the heart. He he kind of calls the plays out there, but he's one of the leaders out there for sure. Right. All right. Well, I know Michael Bingo's been waiting for this all night, and that's the wings, boy. Yeah, baby. How about the cat, no wings. Cat about the cap, cap right there. Yep. What do you think? The hat. They lost Man, a tough hard. one the other night. That that was brutal. That that, that was a tough still, loss. That should not yeah, have been really a loss. Was. Yeah that that was that really killed us. I hated it. So, so this game, yeah. Well, that game was painful. Ref, I I hate to blame refs ever, but when you see oh. the 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 Kraken player throw the stick and block the puck, oh, I didn't know we could do that. And no call. Hey, and even no call. And the guy, the ref the is rest. looking. Yeah, it, it, look at you. You see the angle. The he was looking right at the play. So what was he? Yeah. I guess oh, he Mickey was fueling. He yeah. circled that like with the little marker on the screen. He's like, "This guy, this guy saw yeah, it. Yeah. This guy, yeah, yeah." Oh man! Oh well. Two to one Winnipeg, end of two. Yeah, yeah they got yeah. one back, so that's good. You no, know, uh, I think they were. Do- were they dogs tonight at home? They were. were they I think favorite? they were barely. It was a pickup game. It was a pickup. The Jets are. Well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, the wings the started. Reimer. That's why the wings were dogs. Oh, well, Reimer's been consistent. He's two and zero. Oh. I mean, the guy's been pretty good. But Vegas, Vegas is not high on Reimer because you start no. your backup goalie automatically. But also they've been dealing with some they've been dealing with some bugs too because I think Debrinket's uh, been sick. There's a couple guys that have been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just got Costin back. He's starting tonight. Yeah. 
going through. Uh, they got Robbie Fabry back. He he was battling some injuries. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, they were kind of depleted for tonight's game. But at the same time, they still got a lot of depth. They got enough depth that they could, you know, at least compete. The Winnipeg is, you know, they're they're a you know subpar 500 team. They're not too bad. But uh, they have good goaltending. They have good defense. Um, they're and they three have, and three, aren't they? Three and three? Yeah, they're three and three, and they're good, and they're one of the best four-checking teams in the league. It's early. I know it's only like seven games into the season, but they're one of the best four-checking teams in the league, which we knew was going to be tough tonight. So, uh, to be in it still two to one at the end of two, that's I, I think they'll be okay. They they still got a chance. The cat is playing too. That's what Michael said. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. So let me ask you, how about Huso, man? <laughs> Something else. Is he, is he the man? For now, he doesn't have to play. He's, a, he's the best available games. for the best out there, right? Until Danny, Sebastian right? Kosa comes right. up here in a year or two, I think right. he is. That's yeah. the future, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I worry about his consistency now. still. I still worry about his consistency. I think yeah, that I do too. Uh, he does. Uh, he the defense is a little bit shaky at times in front of him. He does, when he has to stand on his head, he can do that. But there's games where he'll go out there and he'll stop 40 shots, and then the next game he'll give up four goals on like 25 shots. The, the mm-hmm. guy. He is a little bit inconsistent, but I want to see more how the season plays out, where we are by the all-star break. Um, and that'll be a big telling sign of what this team is, what they're all about, and if they are a playoff contender. I think mm-hmm. they overplayed him last year. I think Keep they did too. Mind, yes. Keep in mind that last year was his first full year as a starting goalie. When he yes. was with, with St. Louis, yep. he was behind Jordan Bennington. So yeah. he mm-hmm. didn't get the number of reps that he is now. And you seen towards the stretch, like like Mike had said, he wore out and he got injured. And mm-hmm. you seen that he was he's he's kind of a slower on his edges kind of goalie. It seems like to me what I've watched. Hybrid goalie. When he when he lets up goals, it seems like they're from weird angles, top shelf, like the goal that beat him on that weird angle the other night. Yeah, I yeah. Thought, I thought he kind of should have had that. I think they made comment like, "Oh, Huso would love to have that one back," and. Unfortunately, he he is going to let that softy in every now and then, kind of like Osgood did back in the '90s, yeah. and he he's going to also steal you some games. So you you're going to have the pros and the cons with him. I mean, he's is he a elite goalie that's going to win you a cup? No. Is he a guy uh, that's going to get you to the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. I think Kosa is the guy in the future, and everything that you're reading about him is fantastic in Grand Rapids. But then when he plays in Traverse City to try to make it as another position goalie, but the wings had three goalies this year. So you're essentially, he's out. He's not, he, he has no chance when they sign lion. So right. he's going to spend the year in Grand Rapids. There's no unfortunate, mm-hmm. even if you did want to see him. And I mean, I was one of those guys where I was hopeful. I wanted to see him make the team, but as soon as you signed Reimer and lion both, you're like, well, he definitely has no chance of playing up here. How about, how about our power play lines? Michael Bingle says there's two good power play lines. You agree? There's a reason why they're top two in the league right now. I mean, they they had three power play goals the other night. Uh, their power play unit's been great. I think that yeah. that power play unit of Cop, Comfer, Raymond, Wallman, and Sprung, that's an underrated line. But I love what Debrinkit, Larkin, and, and Perron do as well. Um, I, I really think that that's, you know, been the biggest surprise of this team is how good the power play's been so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. I think that that's, that's the key thing is – is Steve Eisman went out there and acquired a goal scorer. It's not just to brink it, but you know, Sprong can score you some goals. And then you also have a help with with Mo Sider with Shane Gossespierre on Gossespierre. the blue line. So that that helps you a lot. And Gossespierre has points in every single game this year for the Wings. And and no one I think seen that coming. Sider is playing well. I mean, he he has looked a little sluggish at times. I've seen him get beat by by Jack Hughes a couple times, but Jack Hughes is going to beat everybody. 
But I really think that if the Wings are going to make the playoffs, and I'm using that P word, and there's only a few games that we've played, <laughs> you, you got to get production from your blue line. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're, you're, you can't have Debrinkit, Larkin, and Raymond scoring all your goals. You're going to have to get productions with all four lines, and that's what the Wings have this year is they have a lot of depth. Yeah, they so got I, and they got some speed too now. Well, I, I think the the biggest surprise player this year that we've seen the first few games has been Joe Valeno. I think yes, he's got four goals on that. the year. Valeno on the third line has paired up well with uh, Sprong and Piranha. I think really that's well. a, that's another underrated line. Yeah. I think it's better slightly than the second line so far. I think it probably goes line one, three, two, four. The way I look at it, as far as rankings, Rasmussen hasn't really made a lot of noise. Comfer's been kind of you know so so. Andrew Kopp's been making some good plays, but. Uh, so far, I think it's that third line for me that's been very surprising for the Wings. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what about uh, – is this Stevie Wise swan song? I mean, uh, if they don't make the playoffs, what do you think? No. <laughs> he's so beloved here. No. I know, but he's, he's got a, a, he's got a long know. leash. Long leash. I, I, he does. I think he does. I think out of any sports in this town, any GM, he does yeah. have the longest leash. Because if you look from three or four years ago what he had – the opening night roster, yeah, there are players that probably should have been playing in Grand Rapids or even the ECHL with Toledo Walleye. Oh, it's night and day difference. It, it, yeah. it really is. He, well, he has really – He's built something, I, yes. I think. Yeah. It, you you it's see five it now. Years. He's finally he's paying off. every year. Yeah. I Remember, agree. he had to clean up the Holland mess. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. – there was a bunch of mess left. And, and because he is Stevie Y, I think you're right, Danny. I think he's got a long leash. Yeah. He really does. I mean, it's the credentials, yeah, but I also got to, you got to look at it too from a perspective of any GM is that I give a GM a, a five year window. I think that, yeah, like to their point, you got to at least right, let them years, clear out. Yeah. You got to clear out all the slop. You got to clear out the mess that Holland had and let him build his team. I mean, yeah, Stevie Y has a great track record as a player, but he's also a damn good GM over there in Tampa. He built a cup winner, cup contender for many, many years, and they still are cup contenders. And those and are Stevie Y's guys. Isn't even enough, mm-hmm. you know? So, even if, if the Red Wings don't make the playoffs this year, which obviously all things considered to be very disappointed, I have them making the playoffs as a wild card team. It's not, you know, playoffs or, you know, Stevie Y gets fired. Is it playoffs or bust for me in a way? Because I, I think that yeah. to, you got to make the playoffs to really make this year count as a success story. And I, I think agree. that you have, so. you, you have the players to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have the goaltending, you have the defense, and you have the offensive caliber. So they should make the playoffs this year with the team that they've assembled. Um, and if they come up short, it'll, it'll suck. It'll be disappointing, but it's not going to be the end of the world for Stevie. Right. Right. Yeah. Stevie's Stevie's got a safe seat. As you said, Derek, he did really turn Tampa Bay's franchise around really quickly. Yeah. And I think a lot of wings fans see that when he was in Tampa Bay, the Stamkos and the Kucherovs and the Veselevskis that were there and everybody's hoping that that's going to be what the wings progress into and now yeah. tampa bay as you're seeing tampa bay is kind of getting older they're falling off the wheels a little bit are coming down there's and a rebuild coming it, well, i mean it's your time to pounce i mean this division is extremely brutal the division <laughs> the wings are in are extremely brutal you know you got to be boston you got to be tampa bay and toronto toronto is still i mean even though they go and flop in the playoffs yeah toronto's still going to win that division yeah yeah, when you're in a division with the Bruins, the Maple Leafs, the Lightning, I mean, you're 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 up for. I mean, because only three teams make it out of the division. They're they're the three teams are playoff teams, and then you're fighting for a wild card. But yeah, yeah the Atlantic Division is probably the the hardest division in the National Hockey League, at least from the Eastern Conference perspective. But yeah, I mean, if you look at it, if the Red Wings were in any other uh, division, even in the Eastern Conference, right. well, you got the Avalanche and you got the Stars, who are also undefeated. 
but the Western Conference, if you put them in the Western Conference again, I think that they're a playoff team, you know, a lot easier than they if they were in the Eastern Conference. So oh, uh, it sucks. The hand that they were dealt, it does suck how the, the way that the divisions have been kind of realigned over the past several years. But the Red Wings got to make her. It's a make or break type of deal. You got to show what you got. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Still two to one. Going to the third period now, I believe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think Danny had a comment, though, as far as the top lines are concerned. Yeah. In the yeah, so I wanted to throw this out there. And I yeah. know Steve probably doesn't watch as much hockey as I do. And Derek, mm-hmm. I, I know you probably don't either. I got the Hulu bundle. My, my wife is wonderful. She got the sports <laughs> add-on. So I get to watch all the hockey games. And oh, she's yeah. probably laughing at me in the other room. But anyway, um, so the top line in hockey, I, I want to discuss that. Is it Marner, Matthews, and Bertuzzi? Is McDavid's hurt, so you can't gotta eliminate Edmonton's line, or is it the Wings line right now that's clicking on all cylinders with the Brinkett, Larkin, and Raymond, or any other lines that you potentially have? I know Michael seems like a pretty hockey fan, so he can chime in as well. Uh, Derek, you can go ahead as well. I mean, I from a from a stats perspective, again, small sample size, seven games into the season, but just from the the depth the performance alone and how well that they've been gelling together. I kind of put Raymond outside that line. Yeah. He's been, he's been good as a, as a playmaker, but he doesn't have the points that Larkin and, and, and Debrinket have put up. But I really do believe that from a points perspective and just how well they've been gelling, I, I got to give that nod to that first line of cap and cat. And then of course you could throw Ray Ray in there as kind of like a, uh, a supporting, <laughs> uh, supporting actor, I guess you could say or whatever, right. but he I think, yeah, he, he, so he has a golden night. That's good. Yeah. But I, I think that, yeah. Yeah, I think that that line so far has shown the most promise. I think it is the most consistent line as, as right. far as every game goes. Um, and until otherwise, yeah, I think they're they're forced to be reckoned with. Uh, but I also think that Jack Hughes's line, he got another three assists, uh, was it tonight or, or, or last night? Uh, he's he's right on the heels of Larkin. He's, uh, he, he's going to be a star. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah he, he is we're, really talented. We're gelling right it, now, that's for sure. What's yep. really cool is, is – Michigan, the Michigan talent, and Jack Hughes came from the developmental here in Plymouth, played for yeah. the United States developmental, and all the Hughes brothers came out of there. And then, you know, obviously the Michigan connection with the Brinkett and Larkin and Kyle yeah. Connor, who plays for Winnipeg. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good Michigan talented hockey players out there. It's it's yeah. really cool to see, even if they're not with the Wings. Uh-huh. It's really cool to see that. Yeah, you're right. I think that's what really a lot of people have appreciation Interstate. for. Interstate. Yeah. It's cold state. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a hockey, There's a lot of hockey players that live in the state. Yeah, in yeah. Wisconsin, all those northern Minnesota, Wisconsin. You know, Minnesota. Yep. yep. Northerners. Minnesota. 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 <laughs> all right. Well, there's still time to come back. Anything else on the wings before we move on? I guess final uh, uh, predictions. Yeah. Are they making the playoffs yeah, this year? Some predictions, right. I guess. What's your I say yes. I say they're a playoff team. Wild card? Yeah, that or more. Okay. Uh, so I'll go ahead and say this. is If they stay healthy, if Huso stays healthy and, and doesn't get himself overloaded, the which is they're trying not to do, the Wings will be a wild card team. But right now is the time to pounce. With Tampa Bay having Vesleski out for the next two months, yes. you know, just to, with this, yeah. how stacked oh, yeah. this division Piggy is. back the hot start. Piggyback this hot start as long as you can because, like you said, Danny, once you get into the deeper in the season, injuries start piling up, and then the games get harder. So it's like now that we're having this hot start, 
hey, they could be a wild card. What do you think, Mike? I do. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I I do too. I think, honestly, if the Red Wings are within – if they're like top three, four teams in the Atlantic by the All-Star break, I think they're definitely going to be a playoff team because you got to look at the the other wild cards are probably going to be in divisions that are weaker than yours. They're going to come out. At least, you're going to get one wild card probably out of your division. The other the other wild card is going to come out of one of the weaker divisions. But yeah, if you're third or fourth ranked seed as far as uh, the Atlantic Division goes, I think you're going to be a playoff team at the at the All Star break. Okay, so we That's all about agree. Playoffs. Twenty five to thirty games yeah. into the season. So if if they stay healthy, right? We all agree. Yes. Yep. If yes, for sure. Okay. Huso for sure. You need Huso. Yep. Cool. Big if. And then that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right, we're just going to briefly touch on the Pistons. Jade went they, off. They opened up uh, last night. They hung yeah. with them. They lost yeah, by Katie, one. Hey, did you see Katie? He makes some big shots. Yeah, he did. But he missed, he missed the one that mattered, though. Yeah. Well, I think he had 30 points or something. Yeah, he had 30 good, points. Big comeback. I think he's Almost good. Four. Yeah, well, huge comeback. I mean. Yeah, yeah I mean, Miami was favored by nine points. So when you come back and lose by, what, one or two? One. Fantastic. The Pistons, you know, now coached by uh, Monty Williams, right? Yeah, Monty. Uh, yes. Supposedly, he's a pretty good coach. He yeah. comes from a pretty good track record. Uh, mm-hmm. So hopefully he can start developing. The team is very, very young. So yeah. th- this is going to be a team that's probably not going to make a playoffs, but they, they have, they're they geared up to learn and grow together and in the future be a contender, I think. Cade, yeah. I think, has it. I really well, yeah, think there's another guy stay healthy. Exactly, because yeah. Cade last year, as you yep. remember, he got hurt. I think yeah. early on, and he was yeah. out for like half the season. Exactly, and yeah, they just faltered after that. Right. So yep. Cade, yeah, I mean, especially him, he has to be healthy. Mm-hmm. But you know, that, that's right. my opinion there. Well, they got one game under their belt, so we'll see yeah. how it goes. Yep. Are the Celtics the favorite to win the championship this year? Yeah. 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 That's oh, yeah Celtics. Celtics. I think Celtics yeah. are going to be poised. I think they're going to be a favorite. Yeah. Or the Warriors. The Bucks. The Bucks are going to be up there too. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Michael Bingle, the old overpaid tattoo guy. <laughs> yeah, that's another way to look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they do have some pretty bad tattoos. <laughs> it's his, it's his least favorite sport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love we... college basketball though. It can get going. Oh, yeah, college basketball. It can get fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Saw so Izzo's kids out there. You know, see, see Izzo kind of shed a tear when his kid. Uh, did you see that carry when he shot a, a three? Uh, you know, a yeah. three and got it yeah. in. And you just saw his dad, Tom Izzo. All, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. I well, love man, seeing I'm the kids cool. play. Yeah, uh, definitely. All right. Um, I did want to mention Michigan Wolverines. Uh, oh, boy. the the team or the scandal? Yeah, oh, is man. there going to be an Hail to the pro. To, uh, hell to the FBI. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a Michigan a lot, season. A lot, hey, we're slowly starting to get here little tidbits coming out now. Michigan yeah. talking to the FBI. Well, Michigan, you know, th- this story comes out where there's th- this guy had tickets to every which which Connor game. Stallions. Connor but, Stallions. But yeah. what what is it, Derek? I mean, is there you know, is there credibility to this or is it a big deal that someone was scouting other teams? Oh, I mean, there's I don't, I don't see it. They all do it. They all do it. Yeah, yeah they all do, what, what yeah, they is, all do it. Why are we crying? What What is going on here? They what, don't what is, like Harbaugh. <laughs> I guess. 
I mean, yeah. I get that part, but Harbaugh aside, I mean, it's, you know, he bought tickets to, I guess, 30 more of the Big Ten games or something like that. 100%. He used illegal technology they're calling to steal signs. I mean, the way I look at it is you could call Camera it a witch hunt. Point. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but, like, yeah. it's a witch hunt. And I think that, uh, yeah, teams do I, it. It's called scouting. This guy exactly. took his job to the next level as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, it's not illegal to 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 do sign stealing, to, to but the way he did it, I guess, is what they're trying to yes. probe into. It's they're, they're they're making it a bigger deal than it should be. Well, they're, they're talking about fines. The Big Ten is colluding together, I think, against God. Michigan. Yep. I I don't yeah, know. I think another... Ryan Day might be involved. You know, of course he. You know, he he's all <laughs> salty because Michigan whoops his butt. You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know, know who you believe here. What is going on? I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. I don't get it. He already got Michigan was already under investigation because of Harbaugh and you know the illegal recruiting yeah. during COVID and everything. So it's like, why make things There's worse? Why put, why put the microscope? Why put the magnifying glass on you once again? That's what I don't understand about it. But, it's, but, it's stupid on the university. Like you said, part. it's been on us. So why yeah, would we openly cheat? We're not openly cheating anything. Right. <laughs> We're scouting. Right. We're scouting different teams. What? You know, professional teams do. Michigan wants to win. What is wrong yeah. with that? All right, Mike. Mike, you're a big Michigan fan. You have Michigan season tickets. Have you ever years. seen anyone out there with a telescope? <laughs> <laughs> Not in Section 10, Row 40, no. <laughs> so what do you think of this? Um, could, could have real ramifications for Michigan down the road. The NCAA seems... Convinced that there's uh that they've broken rules and so forth. So I think Harborough may not even be here next year. No, he won't. He's out. There's no way he comes back next year. But if you're Harborough, why would you want to be? It's like you you've been you've been followed around, you've been this and that, you've done this and yeah. that. Yeah. It's like go yeah. get an NFL qu- job. I bet he can at this point one oh, yeah. especially when they win the championship this year. He could write his own ticket, his own contract. Yeah. So I, I just want to say this. You go out and you win it this year. Why win it? All you're going to hear is is everything from the media Asterisk. about how you cheated. Asterisk. Everything. is. Asterisk. It's not going to be like Alabama winning it. And you know, Alabama wins it. It just sucks because this, this is the year they could win it. Yeah. This yeah. is the yeah. team. This is the best team assembled. Why is there yeah. this cloud over our head all of a sudden when we're, when we're good? It's just yeah. weird, though, right? It I is. don't want to put the tinfoil hat on with Eric either, but it's like you got to wonder what's going. I don't. I don't know. It seems just odd to me. They odd are hell bent on on us for some reason. And I'm not trying to be a Michigan fan with the blinders on, just because I'm trying to protect my, you know, my team, my university, right. my program. It's, right. it's the thing is, is that Michigan. We've proven over the years that Michigan's not squeaky clean. They're not. They're not a uh, you know uh, this perfect uh, football program that everybody expects them to be. But I wish that they would just take a little bit more initiative and just kind of come out and say, hey, you know, we did bend the rules. We did this. We did that. Harbaugh swears that he has no uh, collusion involved with this. He has no knowledge of this, of the scallions guy doing the scouting for him on his behalf. But I have a hard time believing that. I've had a hard time trusting Jim Harbaugh for the past four years. But (laughs) I just think that Michigan needs to, you know, Ward Manuel needs to, I think, take some accountability. Michigan's going to have about 90 days to respond once the investigation is complete. Um, you know, this might not be until next year, but as for any disciplinary actions that impacts Michigan for this season, it can only come from the big 10 commissioner as a result of the conference of sportsmanship's policy. So they could talk down the road of taking away championships, taking away wins, but I don't think it's going to have any major impact on this season, uh, other than maybe the distractions. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm with Steve. I just don't get it. I don't get it. 
I don't understand. I mean, what do they say? If you're not cheating, you're not winning. I yeah, mean, cheat, you're not trying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, right. the whole deal, I, I don't, I don't, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, scouting is part of sports for yeah. any level, in my opinion. I mean, right. unless you're maybe in high school or junior high, I don't, but then, then there's even nowadays there's pro scouts watching and there's yeah. a pro scout at, at garden city high school, watching some guy that yeah. I was reading about. That was a really good talented kid. And, yeah. and, and now when you're with Michigan, you're scouting other programs. And now that you're the top team in the nation, it's mm. like, Oh, they're cheaters, which I, I just scouting other teams for and me. Guess what? Is and not guess a big what? deal. Exactly. Danny. And guess what? They don't have to use signs. Get no. get up. It, it what what year is it? Oh oh yeah, yeah twenty twenty three. You you now have technology where you can say something to the QB. Yeah, yeah, it's all, all in your headset. Are, yeah. So, you so, have your coach okay, up in the booth. It, it, if you're right. worried about Joe Blow watching you digital. on the field, then do it. Don't do it with a big sign and show show your play calls. Yeah, that's but, old school. I mean, so it's like they're just taking advantage. Michigan took advantage of a situation and it, whatever. Yeah. And they're a highly profitable, I, I, highly profiled university, and that's why they got yeah, that's why they got protection. Hey, I'm not it. a big Colin. I'm not a big Colin Cowherd fan, but he said on his show yesterday, if this was yeah. Purdue, nobody would give a damn. Yeah, that's right. right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep, you're exactly yeah, right. This way, guys. Think of it this way. I don't know how much baseball you guys watch this year. I know uh, the Tigers do it a little. Yeah, but other teams that you're watching. There's, you notice that there's no more signals from the where's the trash can the catcher. Yeah, there's right. no more catcher signals to the pitcher yeah. anymore. It's all in your ears now. Yeah, they're pu- pushing a button on your knee yeah. pad or or yeah, your glove or more something, more. and it's there's no signals catching. anymore. Everything yeah. is fastball in your ear, curveball. Yeah, and, and it, like Tarek Scruble, every start that he had, he had problems with it. If you guys watch that yeah. closely, and <laughs> yeah. technology, and yeah, but yet it, you know. That's what That's I'm right. saying. Advance a little bit. I'm sorry if your college program can't afford a headset. It just uh, it is what it is. I mean, hell, they a lot of these afford, teams are old. Yeah. I think Ohio State still uses signs. Yeah, Jesus. if I'm not mistaken, it's like okay, what's, it's not our problem. Yeah, I I don't agree with that. It's get, get updated. Right. Go blue. Uh, Go blue. <laughs> All right. I don't care. But real so I put this games in November for Steve. <laughs> I know you like NASCAR, right? Steve's favorite. <laughs> I don't, I used to really love NASCAR, but then they changed some things around, and uh, the restrictor plates and all these different playoffs. I don't know. I get lost in it. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's cool. It makes know, it more. You're, you're sure. into it for sure. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with the cars, but yeah, no, I don't like the cars. These I new cars either. suck. That's for yeah, sure. I, yeah, I still but... miss the old cars from a few years ago, but yeah. the, the format I think is still fun. Right. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I, I, it grew on me. It did. Yeah. I okay. think it could change a couple of the uh, tracks for the final. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I hate the, oh, I hate you, that the championship know, is still at Phoenix. And yeah, me I and Derek were just like talking it. about, like, uh, you know, a while back about, I wish they did more of those fun tracks and not just the ovals. You know, it's like yeah. the street, road street courses. courses were, road courses were awesome. What'd you think? I, I watched those. I don't what know. You, it's different. You thought of Chicago, yeah, this year. Chicago, I watched. Yeah, I know that track was kind of funky, but yeah. I kind of dug it a little bit. You know, it, a different guy won a little bit. Right. Exactly, that Australian. 
the, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess he's supposed to be coming in uh, NASCAR. What's the rumor with that? I I, I guess he's an up and coming racer, right, guys? Yeah. SVG. He's an older guy. I think he's like forty years old, but he's a he's a supercross guy and for supercars. Is he gonna? Isn't he's he gonna drive part time for Trackhouse next year. They actually oh, got right. a third car, and he will drive. Oh, yeah. I think a handful That's of races. So. Right, Trackhouse. Yeah, but it was cool to see him win, and yeah, no, that was a fun race. I don't know, I, I didn't mind it, and the rain kind of put a damper on it, but yeah, mm-hmm. most road yeah. courses made me want to watch. I don't want to watch a noble race anymore, especially with these crap cars. Yeah. Right, it's not fun to me. They fall apart so easily. Is, yeah, I think yeah, that's a good like, point, like, like Steve said. The the course, NASCAR, I think, is trying to gravitate gravitate towards the fans like Steve and like others that might not necessarily love racing, but they're like, oh, there's this race in Bristol and there's dirt on the track. Let's see everybody get muddy. Let's see everybody crash. That's what I was going to say. Dirt race. Thank God they got rid of that for next year. Yeah. And and they've ruined Bristol. I mean, Bristol used to be, oh my God. It was the high big half mile. It was the fastest half mile NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back, but the problem is, is that the tracks, especially the short tracks, this new car package that they've come out with, this this new generation car, it's terrible on the short tracks. They've killed it at Martinsville. They've killed they've killed it at Richmond. They've killed it at Bristol. Um, Dover. Just, <laughs> well, that's that's not even a race. That's like a quarter mile and just bumper fest. It's bumper cars on a short right. track. It's stupid. It, it's there. a non-points race for a reason. And at Wilkesboro, look at the race well, at Wilkesboro, the all-star race. Larson dominated right. the entire thing. You're, you're hitting the nail on the head. I thought the road courses, you saw real racing. <clears throat> You yeah. saw people. It's a good package on the road I mean, courses for sure. When, when you yeah. have these oval courses, it's not doing much for me. There's not much racing. Right. It's more skill and knowing That's how it. much gas you have and how much wear and tear you have on right. your tires. It's yeah. more yeah. Road, course, not really... yeah. road course is definitely more skill for sure. Yeah. Yep. Very it's, much. It's real a, racing. A lot bigger test of the drivers. Yeah. But as far as the round of eight goes, yeah, uh, who are you going Final four. So we already got we got three guys that are locked in. We got Larson, we got Byron, and we got Bell, the closer that won last week. I, I think that last spot, I, I like that last spot. Probably going to a guy like uh, either Truex or uh, potentially Ryan Blaney. I think that those are guys that are going to have to race their way in. Uh, yeah. You're going to Martinsville. Unfortunately, Hamlin's good there. Truex is good there. I think they got like eight wins there between them. But it's going to be make or break for them because they're both on the outside looking in. Yeah, Hamlin's not in the final four yet. No. No, he's 17 points out, and so is Truex. But I would love to see Truex or or Blaney. I agree. Especially Blaney. I I don't know. I I like like Blaney. Blaney. Blaney's consistent. He always knocks on the door. I think he's made one Final Four, but he can never get the job done. Same with Bell. This is Christopher Bell's second straight Final Four and his second straight walk-off win to make it. But when it comes down to Phoenix, he just doesn't have the car. That's why I think it's going to be a a two-horse race between Larson and Byron. Yeah, yeah. You know what I miss? You know what I miss in NASCAR? Another thing, rivalries. Yeah. yeah. Is there any big I, rivalries like there I used to be? I think that there is. Oh, I yeah. You, you see more fights now than you ever did. Yeah. I know, yeah. but who's the big – I mean, come on. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, I think, got a pretty good that's rivalry. Good okay, yeah, nobody that's likes Hamlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel but. like that is going to be – I think NASCAR – I know that they're two Hendrick guys, and they're probably the top two racers, but if you want to build on something big, it's got to be Chase and Kyle head-to-head, Larson, Elliott, every week, build that up. Kind of like, you can't make it too bad because obviously they're Hendrick Motorsports guys, so they're not going to tear each other's heads off. But that's what NASCAR needs. I think that a little bit of, 
I mean, obviously the monster energy girls flashing <laughs> them up every five minutes would be fantastic yeah. for most men, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you want to see some good competitive racing mm -hmm. and if you're seeing fighting and throwing helmets, I mean, let's face it. That, that's what you're seeing on ESPN and Fox news. Oh, NASCAR, big crash. Oh, they look, promoted Kyle Bush threw his helmet at somebody. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Yeah. That's, when you, that's when you see it on ESPN when that stuff happens. People yeah. want to see here it. We, yeah. we haven't really seen it this playoff year. I mean, we're down to the yeah. final two races. There's not really been many big rivalries or any yeah. tempers that have flared, maybe it's after Martinsville, which is a race that's traditional with that. But I don't I haven't seen it so far this year. I mean, last year it was yeah. Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, you know, Denny Hamlin and, and Alex Bowman last year at at, uh, at Martinsville. But yeah, you got I you just, got you got smoke out of there. You know he used to always be a hothead. He throws. Yeah, he was like, he poked the bear. He he was right. definitely a podster. Right. But we don't really have that now. Towards the end. Yeah. And Clint Bauer. Yep. Yeah. All those guys that were outspoken, they're kind of they've left the sport. You know, they yeah. all the old school drivers have kind of moved on, right. and times are changing. They got these young guys that are like getting younger and younger, and they don't really have a bot. They don't have a spine. They don't have a backbone. They don't fight yeah, up. They're, just, they're too polite. They're too polite. I do like Noah Gregson. If you're looking for somebody that's got some chipperness to him, Noah Gregson's good, but he doesn't have any good equipment. Yeah, yeah. Xfinity. I've seen more fights in Xfinity than anywhere. Else. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, well, there's a trophy that they're going to be rooting going for. I I, I got to go to uh, William Byron. Yeah, I like Byron, too. Kyle Larson. And you're going with Larson. Larson it's going to be a two-word race. Pick. He's my second pick. Yeah. yeah. Steve, you want to throw one in there? <laughs> uh, is Chase still in it? Oh, no. hell no. No. Okay. <laughs> I really yeah, there's don't. There's a guy yeah. that really screwed his Chase hasn't won a race all year. Who are the top guys right now? Who are the top five? Those two we just listed right there. Denny Hamlin, if he makes the chase, if he makes the uh, the next the next round, right he'll here. be good. But uh, final eight. those are the eight that are in it right now. Yeah, that's Kyle Larson. At their faces. Okay. So you got all right. So from left to right, you got Kyle Larson, Chris Buescher, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, Martin Truex Jr., or, or uh, Tyler Reddick. I like yeah. Byron too, Derek. I don't know. I think that but Byron might be a dark horse. You He's got know. six wins this year. William yeah, Byron. I think he has some spark to him. Real I don't well. know, man. Yeah. Number 24. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's gotta be go. between, yeah. I'd say between him and Larson, it's got to be. Yeah. They're the, they've been the most consistent. They're in the best equipment. Don't if if Hamlin or Truex get in there, I think they have a shot too. But yeah. Barring any bad race. Like Hendrick. Hendrick Motorsports for it. Hendrick yeah. Motorsports. Honestly, it seems like they're they so like well. the Yankees of NASCAR. They really yeah. hates Hendrick Motorsports. You're right. like the Yankees of NASCAR. They are the Yankees of NASCAR, but they yeah. got great equipment, but they can evolve. Unlike the yeah. Yankees, Hendrick Motorsports has been good for like 30 plus years. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right, fellas. Hey, this has been real. Hope you enjoyed yeah. it. It's been a good time. Good conversation. Yeah. yeah. We same, same time next minutes. month. Maybe next month we can have a little uh We'll do a check-in show, yeah, see check where uh, the wings and the lions are at. That'd yeah. be a good little was, Do a little, yeah. Uh, yeah, pulse check. Yeah, let's like make a it like a season that. show. Let's There's make it chat. like once a month. Once a yeah, month. Yeah, that'd be great. That's what I'm thinking, yeah, just a check-in. Yeah. Right. We'll yeah. keep your calendars open. Sounds good. Yeah, absolutely. I want to say one more thing. Carrie, congratulations on 640 shows. I oh, noticed thanks. that when, yeah, we sent the invites out. That's fantastic. I, I remember I doing this. Yeah, when when Derek well, and I were I, starting D and D up, and it's remarkable, and the shows have been fantastic. The yeah, production yeah. has been great. What a great resource it, for the community and everything. Yeah, everything you yeah. guys do a great job, and I'm just yeah, it, it is awesome that you keep it up, and definitely congratulations. Well, thank you guys. I yeah. appreciate that.
Yeah. And making and your brother Tom does a great job, been with me right from the beginning. Yeah. Uh he, he just loves it. Yeah. Over 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It really is an accomplishment. I mean, it really is, you, you know, yeah. it's it's good that you have the time and you, you know, because you could be doing all this stuff, but yeah. we appreciate yeah. it and the community appreciates it. It's it's well, awesome. I hope so. We we do our best, that's for sure. And you guys I do a great job you, too. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's been a great conversation tonight. When you're out, I expect you to take knitting and t send you videos. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you my my Afghan I make. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Good luck on the surgery and everything. Yeah, good luck yeah. on the surgery. You know, it's gonna Thank suck you. at first, but just remember, it's gonna get better. This is gonna feel better. I'm gonna yep. be able to walk more. It will be great, Carrie. All right. We see you out there on the dance floor at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. There you 100 go. Days right. Hundred days today. Hundred days. Yeah. The countdown's at hundred days. Oh, I got RSVP. Yeah, yeah, everybody RSVP. Don't yeah. forget. <laughs> yeah, we can do it right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, guys, uh, you take care. Take good care. luck good to night. you on the surgery. We love you, and uh, happy Halloween to everybody. Be safe out there. All right. Take love care, you guys. Man. See ya. You guys. Love you guys. All right. Good job. Good, good job. All right, Mike. Well, let's say. Um, uh, wake up? <laughs> yeah. First, I just want to... Uh, let everybody know that the next city council meeting is Monday, November 6th, uh, 7 p.m. in the council chamber is located at 6000 Middle Belt Road. These meetings are a good way for you to get involved and voice any concerns that you may have as well. All right, Mike, you ready? We're going to get you in here now. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Stand by, my man. Okay, it's time for community announcements. So let's get Mike in here. You know it's a That'll be the day when I die. All right, fantastic. Okay, open computer lab. Mondays from nine to two, and Fridays from two to seven. Yeah, they need to get some people over there. I on a related topic, I scheduled an appointment with Julie for uh, Tech Talk uh, next week. Really? Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, you might be getting get me up to the 19th century. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Hogs Backyard Barbecue Thanksgiving tradition. It's time for Hogs Delicious Famous uh, Patchcock turkeys. I can't read all that. Spatch, what is that? Spatchcock turkeys? At Spatchcock turkeys. I guess that's a, a famous way he brines it. Rimmed, butterflied, and smoked. Please call 734-612-6690 to place an order. Yep. Sides are prepared Yeah. in pans 12 by 15 and 10 by 26. Brisket at the round barbecue haws number one seller. Yeah, he'll he'll cook it for you. He'll cook it right, that's for sure. Mobile notary services. Are you need a reliable mobile notary service? Look no further than our team of experienced and professional notaries. Yep, she does a good job. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Don't let this Halloween be truly scary. If you are in need of 
smoke detectors, we have a treat for you. Scan the QR codes above and our fire marshal will come install them for wow. Garden City residents for free. It's pretty yeah, that's, that's a good deal. Really is. Yeah, take advantage of that. And if you need any smoke detectors, they're real good about that. And uh, if you can't scan it here on the screen right now with your phone, uh, you can head on over there and I'm sure they'll take care of you. Carpet cleaner, Den call Dennis at 734-299-6496. They do tile and grout, upholstery, auto, floods, carpeting. I wanted to mention Moose James is in there too watching us. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. Wayne County Veteran Services every Tuesday and Thursday from 8.30 to 4.30. And then the American Legion Department of Veteran Affairs every Tuesday from 9 to 3. We got um, yep. Be Halloween Safe. Carry a flashlight. Make sure your costume is safe. Flame resistance, short enough mm. so you don't trip. Bright enough so drivers can see you. Trick or treating groups with a grown up, stay away from lighted candles. Yeah, it's all tips from Sparky. Good advice. Good advice. Notre Dame Hall, rent Notre Dame Hall for your next event. There's always a reason, whether it's a birthday, graduation, anniversary, or Christmas. You can rent Notre Dame Hall at www.notredamehall.com. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff. Angels Aids, Amplify an Angel's Quality of Life. Angels Aids will amplify an angel's quality of life by assisting with an ample amount of daily living activities. Yeah. So there's a lot of things they'll do for you. Yeah. Transportation and reasonable rates. Right. Stephanie Peters. She's coming back on the show uh, once I get back on my feet. Yeah. She wants to come on. Family Bingo Night, Friday nights from 630 to 8. All ages, uh, $5 a person. Children's under five are free at the Radcliffe Center. Uh, next one's on November 3rd, and then they have one on December 1st, January 5th, and February 2nd. Yes. Senior Lunch and Fun. Last one. From 12 to 2. Tickets are $10. Uh, it's on November 3rd. It's going to be a Thanksgiving-style lunch. Enjoy a catered lunch and fun activities. Purchase tickets at the Radcliffe Center or online at gardencitymi.org slash parks. Learn to play soccer, $50 per child uh, for ages four to six, uh, Tuesdays, October 24th, which is already passed, but then yeah. December 12th. Through so the 12th. December 12th. Yeah. 6 to 640 at the Radcliffe Center. Kids Halloween dance uh, tomorrow, uh, October 27th, mm -hmm. 630 to 8. $8 a child, $5 a sibling, costume contest, singing and dancing. Garden City Nutrition's first annual trunk or treat, October 27th. What's that, Saturday? Mm -hmm. From 6 to 8. Uh, 30920 Ford Road in Garden City. Halloween Spooktacular Skate October 
8th at 5 at 5:30. Yep. Oh, at the Mike Madano Ice Arena, okay. Yeah, this is that's a Wayne Westland. Right. Uh, Halloween skate Saturday, October 28th at the Garden City Ice Arena. Yeah. Seven to eight. Is that $8 admission? $3 skate? Yeah. Yep. Costume contest, treats, and more at the Garden City Ice Arena. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on for Halloween. Wow. Trunk retreat and haunted mini golf. Mm. Saturday, October 28th from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Caroline Kennedy Library. Yeah. Is that in Dearborn Heights? Dearborn Heights, yep. Yeah. Public Library of Westland is having an open house on Saturday, November 4th. Boy. From Have you seen one? Yeah, that place is beautiful. Wow. $5 million edition. It was nice. It was nice before the edition. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Holiday vendor show uh, in the village of Westland, November 4th, 9 to 3, 9 to 2 mm -hmm. at Cherry Hill in Westland. Baked goods, arts, crafts, jewelry, and more. Art night, a five-week class, $50 per team. From the painting, drawing, crafts, and more. Uh, Mondays, November 6th through December 4th. 4th yep. at the Radcliffe Center. 6 to 7 p.m. So, okay, what do we got here? Saturday, November 11th from 2 to 7, a holiday shop map. Shop hop. Yeah. Handmade items, vintage finds, uh, upcycle art, holiday decor. Oh, it's Helium Studio and uh, Create a Soul. Okay. Yeah. They work together a lot. Right. Neighborhood Watch next uh, meeting is going to be uh, November 14th at 7 p.m. at the Garden City Police Department. Yep. Share that with your neighbors. Exactly. Sandland Parade, first Saturday after Thanksgiving at 10 a.m. Volunteers are needed. Sign up online at, to volunteer. Sign up at signupgenius, sandlandparade.com slash volunteer. Yeah, it's right around the corner, too. Yeah, I'm going to miss that one, too. <laughs> food drive. Police and fire are having a, a food drive. Oh, competition. Okay, choose your favorite first responder. Bring canned food. Oh, boy, to the police lobby. lobby. Yep. Put food in your... Favorite donation box. Favorite donation box. Now until November 19th. Yep. They're both winners, actually. Yeah. yeah. 19, this is a big deal. 19th annual Senior Turkey Day on Monday, November 20th. Sports venue will be serving free Thanksgiving dinners to all seniors in Garden City and surrounding cities. Mm -hmm. Anyone who would like to donate the following items... Please bring them in before November 16th. We need turkeys, canned corn or green beans, uh, turkey gravy, cranberry sauce, and Cool Whip. 
Yeah. Last year we cooked 97 turkeys and served over 1,100 meals. Mm -hmm. And they actually had turkeys left over that they donated themselves. That was pretty cool. Happy Thanksgiving. Twice a year, the women of Good Hope Lutheran Church of Garden City do a pasty fundraiser. From the monies made from these sales, they choose one or two charities to help those in need. This year, they have chosen to make a monetary donation to the Sports Venue Bar and Grill. Awesome. And Garden City with their annual free Thanksgiving dinners for seniors. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, their pasties are excellent. We we buy them every year. They're really good. Garden City Senior Center presents Trivia Wednesdays, mm -hmm. hosted by Crystal Mix. Digital, digital mix. Digital mix. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. At the Radcliffe Center, uh, November 22nd. There'll be another one on January 24th at 1 o'clock p.m. It's $10 a person. Yep. Craft and Vendors Show, Garden City High School, uh, December 2nd, 10 to 3, uh, $10 tickets. No, $30 tickets. No, $2 admission, 130 tables. 130 tables. <laughs> Thank you. Concessions, bake sales. And this is the... Uh... Garden City Theater Department presenting that. Okay. Okay. Tony Westland uh, Premier Holiday Charity Event, the 2023 Taste Fest on Tuesday, December 5th from 6 to 8.30 at the Hellenic Cultural Center. Uh, three, what is that? 6375? Yep. Joy Road in Westland. Mm -hmm. $25 a ticket purchased in advance. Purchase tickets at Lavonia.org or call 734-427-2122. Live music, mm -hmm. food, yeah, raffle, auctions, cash bar. A lot of good food there. Yeah. And you know Lavonia Chamber and Westland Chamber, they have merged now. Yeah. Yep. Game room at the Radcliffe Center is now open. Mm -hmm. It's free for 16 and up yeah and during uh building hours monday through friday from 8 30 to 8 p.m 8 yep. and saturday from nine, 9 to 4 4 thank you yep program instructors are needed in a lot of different classes oh yeah <laughs> you can apply now they mm -hmm. they compensate you for what uh 20 to 25 bucks an hour. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of different uh, areas that they're looking for instructors. Yeah, head on over there and they'll hook you up. All right, that's all I got, my man. Okay. Well, good luck with your surgery. Uh -huh. you let, us, yeah. you let us know when we'll be back on the air, right? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, I urge everybody to go to uh, YouTube and uh, check out all of our past shows if you missed any. Um, yeah, you could binge watch them. Yeah, binge them, get caught up. <laughs> and you know, we're always looking for guests to come on the show. I got like three, I believe, lined up for when we do come back. So 
Um, I will share that with everybody when I sign them on the dotted line. <laughs> but, you know, we're always looking for guests to come on the show. And if you're interested, you know somebody interested, we'd love to hear from them. It's very easy. Just email us at gccommunitychat at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. It doesn't matter what community you live in. We want to hear from you. Uh, so contact us. It's a fun time. Come on the show and share your information with us and the surrounding communities. Contact us today, and we look forward to hearing from you. And with that said, Mike, I think we're ready to call this a podcast. podcast, podcast, podcast. podcast. <laughs> I want to uh, thank our guests tonight. That was a fun time. Derek Parton, Dan Bartley, and Steve Iwinski from the D&D Sports Chat. Very good show tonight. Good comments and discussion. Um, I think we're going to try and do it once a month with them. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. They're all, they're all for it. They like it. A big thanks to my fantastic co-host, meteorologist Dr. Tom Iwinski, and Mike Jones. Great job, as always. Any final thoughts, Mike, before we go? No, I just get those vaccinations. Yep. Like yep. like you and, and your lovely wife, uh, Faye, and I went to uh, Walgreens at Middlebelt and Warren and got both cool. the flu and the COVID. Awesome. Awesome. I actually, let's see, I got uh, the flu, the latest COVID booster. I got my Prevnar 20 pneumonia. I was due and I got the RSV. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I'm good. Go, your pin cushion. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I told him. <laughs> also a huge thank you to each and every one of you for sharing part of your time with us tonight. Uh, and your support over the 13 plus years. We really appreciate it. Don't forget this show will be available right after we sign off tonight on Facebook. So we hope that you'll uh, catch it later at your convenience. If you tuned in late by going to facebook.com slash GC chat and feel free to share the show with your friends as well. Also catch us on our YouTube channel. Just search for garden city community chat. You'll find not only this show, but all our past shows as well. Click on the live tab button. <clears throat> and please subscribe to our channel by clicking on the subscribe button. We would appreciate that as well. And as always, at the end of our shows, we like to thank all of our healthcare workers, first responders, police and fire, everyone on the front lines who serve and protect us every day. We cannot thank you enough. Be safe, and we want you to know that you and your families are in our thoughts and prayers every day. And when you see any of these heroes, please let them know how much you appreciate them. Also, Keep the Gibbons family and Owen in your thoughts and prayers as well. Remember, the success of a community depends on the community, so please support your local businesses. And please don't hesitate, vaccinate. Get that booster and flu shot. Protect yourself and others, just like Mike said. And Mike, if you see something. Say something. Say something. We got to look out for one another out there. Especially today, boy, I'll tell you. It's getting terrible out there. That mass shooting in Maine, I, I just, I can't believe it. Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible. It's getting bad. For all your weather information, be sure to head on over to DopperTimesWeather.com. He's got a great user-friendly website over there for you. Lots of good weather information. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. If you would like uh, to contact uh, any of us here at the chat for any reason, once again, the email, gccommunitychat at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know how we're doing and what you'd like to see more of. And we'll try and do that. Remember, this is our last show for a while. So uh, Mike and them are going to take a little vacation. We'll be off for a while. 
Uh, we hope to be back soon. Until then, I urge you to check out our past shows over on Facebook and YouTube in case you may have missed any. I will be posting updates on my Facebook page, so please keep an eye out for those. So for now, thanks again for watching and all the great comments. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Be safe. Have a safe holiday. Halloween. Keep those kids safe. And uh, good night. Mike, good night. take care, buddy. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.